Okay, it's time to crush your mortgage, people. We've got a special guest on this morning, Lee Woodward, telling you about multi-generational families. Stay tuned. Very good. Lee, thanks Morning, for joining everybody. Us. Thanks for coming on, Lee. My pleasure. How you been? Mate, very, very busy in this wonderful world of real estate. What's your favourite thing you're doing in the last couple of months? Last couple of months, I released the audio book for the complete salesperson. It's been on my mind for a long period of time, so it's gone out on Audible all around the world. So that was my big thing for the month. Congratulations, wow. congratulations. Um, you. Now, Lee, you're, uh, you've, you've done this, I've done this, Billy's doing this, and it's where generations are sticking together to crush their mortgage. Uh, so with interest rates going from 2%, 3%, 4%, 5%, now, um, people are starting to explore the options of putting a couple of generations into one house sharing is caring um tell us B billy tell us a little bit about what you're doing towards that well we've just yeah we've just helped a client go through that and i'm finding more than ever and i'd be interested to get uh your two takes on this uh it seems to be the demand or the appetite for a granny flat second income or a separate level where you can accommodate multi-generations is more than ever i think you know stronger than ever it's um you know wh whichever angle you look at it it's either somewhere to put family or it's a second income and it seems to be quite quite a uh, good addition to the home i'm curious to know are you finding people are you know buying and selling these these setups more than ever mark or is this something that's always been like that i think it's always been like that but what i'm getting a lot of people doing now is they're renting out the place where they're living and they're going to go live with friends family mum or dad um yep. so I guess they're crushing that mortgage because they're going to get like for a house, they're going to get fifteen hundred bucks a week. They're going to get six, seven grand a month. That's really going to help them towards what they're trying to do. Um, Lee, tell us about your experience and your thoughts on this. Yeah, well, about fifteen years ago, when Robin and I brought our families together, that gave us six children, and they weren't children. The children were about to have children. So when we went out to buy a house, there was nothing out there that had that amount of bedrooms to move 10 people into a property. So we found a big old fogger on a great block of land near the water and did the full reconfigure of the house into four places really. So there's like, it's like a quadruplex where everyone's got their own space, their own place. And for many, many years that gave all the kids their start um it gave them an opportunity to buy a property that they could rent out for one year two years because you've got a better chance of getting a loan and then they finally all moved into their own properties and then just in the last three years rob's mum uh, needed to go into care so she came into the home and again we reconfigured the house into an apartment or a villa uh, for her to stay there before she went into a retirement village 
And now all the kids have left home. We've got all these bedrooms with no one in it. We've just reconfigured the house again. And we've actually sold our commercial property and put the business in the bottom part of the home. So I'm in a uh, recording studio today, as you can see. Get this bedroom. Let me, let, me make, let me make that a bigger photo. Look at that. Wow. Ooh. So what was once a bedroom, I now broadcast from here and probably save $80,000 a year in rent of what we would need for a studio. So getting a big home and reconfiguring that property to one house, the kids, or even better, Mark, you know, today, three, four families can come together and say, let's have one loan, which means getting the loans a lot easier. Let's have one set of rates. And it's just a different way of living. But shared ownership, I think, is going to be a huge part of our future of real estate. Is it? Is it a... Are you spoiling yourself by doing that or, or is, is it a sacrifice by doing that? What's the perception out there So when, you, when you're sharing homes? So Europe, you, I think you, off air, Lee, you mentioned Europeans have been doing it forever. Yeah, well, I remember when I was on the Northern Beaches, Westmoreland Avenue and down through there, all these big houses where when the home was first constructed in double brick, triple concrete, triple brick, we came, we saw, we concreted. Uh, all the rooms were done in such a size that they were like studio apartments, but it was your bedroom. But it was always done that people would stay longer, they could return back to the property. Uh, actually, my mum's in DY, and probably 20 years ago, even more, uh, my mum and dad moved in to a house with a friend. They did a duplex up and upstairs, downstairs. Uh, my father passed away, and then they still had this duplex accommodation. But for my mum, that's just been a phenomenal shared ownership where now she's not in a house by herself. There's someone in the house. And there's just many great things about shared ownership. It works. It works. Uh, uh, now, Billy, you're, you're doing this in a way as well, I guess, because you've, uh, you've had your apartment and then you've gone back, back in with your brother and your oldies to save a bit of money. And then you got your apartment rented. How's that working for you? I, it's actually been the difference of being able to hold on to the property at the moment. So I don't think I could have done what I've done without their help. It's been, um, you know, a great, a great, uh, you know, sort of back off, backstop option to go back and in, in, in with them just for a couple of years. Um, but they, they don't have the Italian mindset. <laughs> they, they, they think it's time to go again. You're out. There you You're go. out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But um, all, all in all, it, it, no, it does work well. And I think if, if, you, if you've got the opportunity to, to buy anywhere um, and then, you know, stay where you are for a you know, year or two, it does let you find your feet because it's such a big adjustment to begin with. Move into it for, you know, six, 12 months as your first home buyer to get grants and then move back home if you can because it will let you find your feet. And then you can actually get saving again takes a lot of stress out of the whole buying process. Hey Lee, what's your opinion on how the how it should be uh, structured financially and legally? Oh, I think it, you just follow like the super fund laws. So in a self-managed super fund, you're allowed four members. And so if we all came together, the four of us into a self-managed super fund. And Mark, you had more to put in than Billy had to put in or I had to put in. There's just a percentage to that. So you might be 64% of the fund, I could be 30% of the fund, and Billy's on the remainder. 
and if it's sold, well, it just goes to that same percentage split versus it doesn't matter who's what and where, but the percentage of it. And I really like that because you could, you know, you might have a, a 22-year-old son or daughter and they think I'll never buy a house because I'll get stamp duty and mortgage, I'll never be able to do it versus if we all buy a property and you own 11% of that property, well, in 5, 10, 15 years when we come to sell, you know, that they've had a mortgage and the protection or the movement of everyone in there is that it was a combined shared ownership, shared mortgage, but based on percentage. I remember when I was 18, I was trying to convince mum and dad to buy a house in Balmoral, which right. people don't know, it's a very expensive suburb. And I'm going, and they'd been in their property for 20, 25 years. I'm like, look, we sell the house, we buy this house, top level, you guys live in there. Sorry, middle level, you guys live in there. Top level, we rent out, one, two bedroom apartment on the ground floor, I'll rent there. But in the meantime, I live with you guys. We rent out both. I said, it'll pay the mortgage itself and we'll get to live in Barrow in a beautiful house. Um, now, if we had done that, that would have been probably today a 10 or 12, or probably a 12 or $14 million property. Um, you know, so you can, it, there is, I think there's the opportunity. I know there's the opportunity there for everyone to upgrade everyone to improve their cash flow if they want to if they want to come together um what if what if there's a dispute though yeah you've got to have rules of relationship there because you've got two sides to it one you may be living in the home as our family did or you're not and it's a rented property or part rented so there's a lot of people that will you know buy a bigger property and then rent those other areas out or have other family members come into them but you definitely need a if it all goes wrong day, what is the rules of relationship that kick in? And then it, it's just part of that deal or that part of that contract. Yeah. I like, the, I like the part if you're renting out your place, you can always and gonna go live with, you know, so two families could do this. They could both be in their, in their homes. Um, they could both, each two families, say they get along really, really well, they go and rent this monster home because the bigger homes are often cheaper. So when I look at a house on the water in Bayview, waterfront, two and a half thousand dollars. I look for a I look for a basic home in in Narawena, seventeen hundred dollars, and or fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah. And I think it's only about a twenty percent shift to get a house that's worth triple the value. So I think there's actually good renting and premium price ranges. I think there's a good opportunity for two families to come together and do that. Now also there's tax implications you're gonna get negative gearing on the house that you're the family home that you're renting out. The debt is gonna be deductible. So you are gonna to get to enjoy negative gearing. And what people forget is they think they have to pay tax on capital gains, but there's, I check with your accountant, but I believe for five or six years after you moved out, you won't have to pay capital gains tax. There's some good tax advantages in doing this as well as saving, killing mortgage, killing your interest, you know, interest rates and mortgages. Yeah, and for a lot of people, what a great way to get started in real estate. Uh, it doesn't have to be permanent long-term, but if you can, well, I know here, everyone lived here for a period of time, did that uh, apartment purchase and then rented that out, then moved into it. It's a great transition into real estate. Do you reckon you're gonna get anyone back with interest rates back into your home? 
Well, what a good backup plan. I know for the kids out there now, and you know, everyone worries about if the interest rates go up again and if we can't pay our mortgage. And people can get a lot of anxiety and stress about that versus, well, rent that out yeah. and move back in. Like the backup yeah. plan is the big mothership. But as soon as you know you've got a backup plan, it doesn't make that look so bad. And that's where Billy's in the backup plan. I'm on board. I'm on board. Yeah, I'm sleeping so cozy at the moment. <laughs> it's the mothership. It's, it's actually a better lifestyle than the mothership. <clears throat> yeah, you, you get fed. You get your laundry done. It's really good. Well, that's another one. That's another one. You're sharing all these costs. You know, you, food costs are being shared. Um, sometimes car costs. You can maybe able to get rid of one car. Um, yep. there's, a, there's, there's a lot of savings there. But guys and girls i think the the point of today is have a seriously have a serious think about it um getting bigger homes renting a bigger home and getting a couple of families uh, in there or a couple of generations in there or getting together into one home and renting your place out there are options out there and i know interest rates are, are high i know it's hurting people out there we just wanted to go through and explore these fun options where you're spending more time with people you love, saving some money. It's a good plan. Jonathan, Jonathan Craig. The new Australian dream. dream. It's Do you know what the Australian dream is? Not paying any rent on board the mothership. <laughs> I am living the dream. <laughs> I tell them I'm saving hard. Uh, well, that's... The, do, do, you, do you charge your kids rent? Do you not? You know, do you have to? Do you know, like it's interesting? It, it, it's um, you know, are you? Would you if your kids moved in, Lee? Would you hit them for rent? Yep, for sure. It's part of life. Yes, Billy. <laughs> we've got to pay their way. <laughs> but not. But but you'd be you'd you'd give them a bit of it. You give them a bit of a discount. Yeah, there's no bond. There you go. There's no bond. <laughs> And a good reference, no matter what happens. Uh, that's it. Well, look, hopefully we've helped people today. Lee, thanks so much for coming on the show. Billy, thanks for sharing what you're doing. Anything you guys want to go out on in, in, in conclusion of what we spoke about? No, well, I, read, I, today, I read With today's program, someone may have woken up this morning thinking, you know what, I'll never own a home because of getting a deposit together in stamp duty. And then suddenly, what if you had a different plan and that got you into real estate? And, you know, putting this together is, is not that difficult. You just need the right partners involved. That could be family or that could be um, friends or colleagues of yours. And you could get into real estate now. Love it. Love it. Pay the rent, Billy. And Billy, what are you going to say before we go? No, I, I do love the idea. I've seen it done uh, very recently. We've just helped a client make this move. And they are having a ball of a time. Mum and dad were living upstairs, uh, family downstairs, and obviously they're, they're all able to help each other out. It, it just looked like a big, happy family. And then when, when things did, did get a bit uh, a bit stressful, they just closed the door. And uh, they were, yeah. I reckon, it, I reckon if they bring grandkids with you, you don't charge them rent. <laughs> there is one other bonus. There's one other it? bonus, Mark. If you're doing this with the grandparents and the grandparents love having the grandkids, uh, you've got people that got to go to work, but 
got no drop-offs, no pickups. Oh. Um, you wake up in the morning, you just go, no, and Nan and Pops upstairs. That's a game changer. Yep, yep. That's no, bloody awesome. Guys, thank you so much for, come, for uh, coming on today. And, and uh, this mortgage killer session, I reckon, has got some serious legs. There's a lot of avenues we spoke about for people there that they can pursue. And I really think it can help people a lot. Yeah. Sounds good. Thanks for having me. Love you. See you. Bye. Bye.